Runner's Roost in Orchard Park, and now with a new location on Transit in East Amherst, it's become one of a handful of business brands in Western New York that far exceeds their demographic and specific industry. The brand has become synonymous with Western New York in the same way Muddy Taco, Burt's Bikes, Ted's, and so many others have become. It's been around for decades, and the goodwill the shop and its owners have spread throughout the community for so many years is in fact why I think the store and the brand have managed to make such an important impact. I sat down with the owner, Rob, early one morning in the back room of the Orchard Park location as the employees were starting to come in for their shifts for the morning to talk about all things Runner's Roost, life, business, and Western New York. Oh, Runner's Roost actually, you know, when running started becoming popular in the 70s, um, that's where the inception started. Uh, former, the former or the founder, uh, Joe Freeman, from, from what I've under have been taken down through the course time stories passed on ah. that he was from New York City and his favorite restaurant is called the Chicken Roost and he decided <laughs> to move to Buffalo and okay. open a running store Runner's Roost and that's where the name came from in 1978 yeah. our first store was on Hurdle Avenue on Buffalo ah. and then 79 Dave Barodzik uh, opened up or started working for him I believe okay. and then Joe allowed Dave to open up his own shop I think Dave maybe was like 19, 20 years old. Right. Um, and opened up a store on Abbott Road. Okay, so they had two, say so the Hurdle and the Abbott location. Yes. Now, uh, I remember the Abbott location. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, so I'm, I was born in 68, so okay. that would have happened when I was Yes. I remember that. So how long was that Abbott Road location there? I don't have a definitive time. I, I have to ask Dave, like one of these days, I'm going to have, you know, I have know right we bought, I know we bought shoes and yeah. we bought sneakers there for sure. I mean, that's where my family, that's where everybody kind of is around, the South Buffalo, Abbott Road area. Yeah. So. so I have to actually ask him. I'm going to write everything down because a lot of different stories. and man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's neat history for where we come from. So um, Michelle and I, you know, Michelle's worked for Dave for, not to get off topic too much, but basically the intro here is Michelle and I took over as owners in 2017. She worked for Dave. Okay. Um for, for roughly 10 years. Oh, she so did. It was, so it was she a, management? Like, yeah, management. yeah. She started working the sales floor. Just worked away. And up. then, you know, graduated from University of Buffalo, coach at Niagara. I was looking for something to get back, you know, in the running. So she mm-hmm. grew up in Orchard Park and was like, asked Dave, come work here. And he hired, him, or hired her. So then, of course, the time, here we are. Wow. But going back to, um, yeah, Abbott Road. So I think it was not like a franchise fear. I think it was more of like, let's share the cost sure, of sure. You know, phone advertising, phone book. And, and that was thing. common back yes. then. It was such a cool way to do business. My mm-hmm. father did that with some of our restaurants. Mm-hmm. You know, it was more because we had five of them. Yeah. But, and I liked that. It was almost what you were saying about Keen. Some mm-hmm. of it was just a handshake. You're like, all right, yes. you want to yes. you know, you have this? All right, well, let's work out some type of casual yes. agreement. And a lot of businesses grew that way. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's that's basically what happens. Like it's your own money, it's your own inventory. Yeah. So share you this, share you the name, and we'll work together. Yeah. So that's 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 where that started. And then in, in 1983, um, I believe the story goes: Walt Lyons at the time was coach out in East Aurora and was telling Dave, "Come out, open a store in East Aurora. We'll we'll back you. The teams will back you." So like runners. a coach at the high yeah, school. Yeah, high school, yeah. Um, and the realtor never showed up for their appointment, the place he was going to look at. So yeah. on the way back home, he was coming to the village of Orchard Park, and where we are now, um, and Orchard Park was being boarded up with a four-rent sign. Yeah, we were all going through yeah. it at the time. Yeah, right, right? so Dave stopped in and, and uh, 
our handshake deal agreement. Did he get it? Looked for, at probably it. got it for a song too. Uh, at that point, I would and, assume, yeah. But then we've been here since. Ah, uh, so it just was like, and that's what I was saying about the synchronicity and the synergy mm. in business. Sometimes mm. that's what happens to everyone. You know, mm. you can only do so much. The world has to kind of work with you to yes. inspire and yes. your business. Luck, luck, luck plays a part. It point. does. And so. that type of thing, though, I've seen that time and time again on my old show when I was doing my business profiles. Uh, I would hear that same type of story where somebody's like, I literally just pulled up. I wasn't even interested in owning a business. saw this shop, and one thing led to another, and they ended up buying the building or going into mm-hmm. the shop, not even having an idea, but they fell into a business. You know, sometimes it's just yeah. the synergy of that would happen. And that's kind of how we... That's an American dream for us. I mean, to be able to take over a business that's been around for a long time, sure. you know, just working the sales floor, and then here we are now, right. owners. So, but you guys have curated it to another level. Uh, to really some degree, to some, mean, to some degree, yeah. We brought in some stuff. I mean, Dave had UG before, but he he caught it in the early two thousands. Was able to open the accounts. Right. I'm keen. You know, there's different things, but it's always trying to stay on top of like what the market. People like and that's a challenge. Right? Trying, it is. It's like trying to make sure because you can't invest so much money. You know, if you're unsure of mm-hmm. a piece of stock, correct, you can recoup some of that. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a balance, man. The retail's tough. It you is. know, because you, it's your money, it's your inventory, mm-hmm. and you're the one that's going to take the loss if you know. Yes, you it doesn't sell. That's, yeah. Yes. So it's and that's the intuition, though. I think that a lot of business owners have that I think. Some they don't appreciate themselves enough to know that, wow, you know, I, somehow you have this ability to read the market mm-hmm. and know and see trends before they happen because that's really capitalize on that and get a piece of stock in prior mm-hmm. to anybody else having it. Then it's just going to improve your bottom line, you know. I often think about current, you know, times. It's a lot easier almost with social media to see what's trending, True. not just to kind of. Well, nope. Yeah, because you had to like throw a dart at a board. Yeah, before, right? yeah. You your gut. Yeah, like all it was. Now you see what people are wearing, through you know sure, colors right. and you know kind of where it's going, and even um, you know different just to look at different demographics. I mean, you don't. This is different. You want to try to you know you have to have a little bit of everything for everyone. So. Sure. Colors are played that don't like this color, or like dearly with. So, well, and that's, that's been the, the expectation of mm-hmm. customers too. That's mm-hmm. where the internet, I think, has changed a lot for yes. everyone because now <laughs> it's tough for a small business mm-hmm. because you have to even like restaurants. Some of my friends own restaurants, and it's the toughest thing for them too because they have to diversify their menu to the point where they're like, "This is really stretching us." Mm-hmm. But customers come in with that demand; mm-hmm. they want the selection. Yeah, selection. They can find it online. You find so, it online. So. That's something like with our top SKUs, you know, like brands like Brooks and Oka, um, get a model, they make 10 colors, right. you know, it's a top selling model. <laughs> you, so, you, that's yeah, like, really? so it's like, okay, and then we right. move enough of them. So we're always trying to have three, four models right. continuously that coming in for colors. Selection. Yeah, so yeah. important. And then having our second location in Amherst really helps with that now, too, because we can take a couple of colors we don't carry here. Put them over there, and then if somebody's looking for a car, like, well, we can have Smart. it over here in a day or two. So it's like, it's super cool. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It helps keep I didn't it, even think about yeah, that. People, right. people want to often support local, but they don't want to drive local, meaning, you know, 30 minutes local, but it's too far to drive. I've got a busy life. You know, I pick up the kids. Sure. So you got school work or soccer, track practice. So it's yeah. important, I think, to us to try to manage it that way. Right. Well, the coalescence of the phone, <clears throat> the mm-hmm. web technology really like 
done that to everybody because our lives have accelerated. And then you get these, you know, you're just like, I press this button on my phone, it shows up. Okay. But a sneaker, mm. you know, or an article of clothing is a completely different purchase, I think, still. I mean, it's yes, still like you, wanna, you have to try you it You want to try it on, you want to see how it fits, you want to feel it, you know, right. the fabric, is it going to irritate you, is there something with the stitching or the tongue of the shoe? Sure. And we were talking about, so you have your foot measuring device, mm. too, which I think ever seen so somebody can come in here they get their uh leg kind of scanned right up to yes. like their so traditionally cow. you know we're still uh, a store a, a niche where we measure people we analyze their gait we want to see what type of footwear they should be in it's not just about color right. and this model it's some have different forms of support or additional art support or a fit might be different that's kind of where we try to perfect that look with our knowledge sure. so traditionally we would measure with a stick Watch your gait, look for certain things. But now, you know, innovation is always important, you know, trying to stay ahead of or on, on top of uh, what, what's trending or, or, or sure. the direction of a business is going. So we do have a, a, a scanner that you're mentioning. It takes 12 different data points, 360 image of your ankles down. So we're getting arch height, we're getting length, we're getting uh, in, in step height. The different data points is important to us to kind of tell us what shoe might work. Right. Along with a dynamic pressure plate, where we can see where the um, arches are landing, the pressure points in your foot. So if you're putting a lot of pressure on your heel, your toe, you can kind of also see maybe somebody has like they might talk about how my toe has a little bit of arthritis. You might see this sometimes because the toe is not lifting up right. You can see if the pressure being pushed. I mean, that's huge. Kind of yeah, though. I mean it's a big deal for mm -hmm. a lot of people. I mean we were talking about uh, my brother-in-law who has been on his feet thirty years. So anybody that's working on it. You know, that's, they always, you always have problems, and you're mm. just going to. It's inherent and mm. just standing for 30 yeah. years and, and working like that. And so if you combine that with running, it's really important to get the proper mm -hmm. fitting shoe, sneaker, and people don't really realize, especially I think our generation, I think younger generations are more aware, um, but our generation sometimes, you know, we're just like, oh, whatever, just yeah. put it on your foot. Because yep. we were raised with parents like that, you know, yeah. <laughs> that just, Correct. you were just like, get out there, do whatever you got to yeah. do, and just suck it up. Yeah. But, I mean, look what it's done to everyone <laughs> at the same time, because we were unaware of how to get a proper fitting shoe yes. for a long time. So we'll see know? often, like, um, customers that might be a little bit older with foot issues because of that. Like, well, yeah. you know, I had to wear this, you know, we're growing up, you know, and yeah, maybe a hand down from... Brother, or it didn't fit right, or just so, and then and not causes against chucks, yeah. not nope. against chucks, but we all grew up yes. with chucks. Yeah, you, those are the worst. Yeah, not great for your <laughs> yeah. feet. They're horrible. They look awesome. Grown, but yeah. They're horrible for your feet. Yes, but a lot of people grew up with those. Or we would go to like a big discount mm -hmm. department store, and my parents would buy the cheapest shoe, you know, sneaker that you know we'd wear that all summer. And at yes. one point, I think I told you when I met you, I had shin splints and cat. I had spurs, heel spurs, mm -hmm. and shin splints. Because I played hockey, played football, I played soccer. And so I was on my feet all day running. I was working at my parents' place. I was in bands. And so from 7 in the morning till probably 11 o'clock at night, I sat in school, and that was it, you know, if I sat at all. So you're on your feet all day. And then after six, seven years of that, you know, I'm going to the doctor's. So I'm like, my calves are hurting. My uh, heel's hurting. Yeah, right. yep. yeah, and it was from ill-fitting shoes. Ill-fitting shoes, not yeah. properly footwear. So. Um, you know, our feet are your wheels. I mean, you want to keep them in good shape yeah, to get around. It, so, sure. I mean, sure. if you're not taking care of your feet, uh, legs and back. And so talking about being on your feet for a long period of time, I and mean, we do a lot of service industry, whether it's nurses right. or waitresses or just under, you know, doctors, um, you're on your feet 10, 12 hours a shift. Sure. So 
So having a good footwear too often translates. The running shoes is usually the most cushion supportive shoe, better than a walking shoe. So mm-hmm. that's where people, a lot of our customers may not even be runners are coming in for good footwear. It's just more that. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that it's the same application. It's mm-hmm. the same need that's being met though. Yes. So, and so, but when you guys first started, so when you got involved in the business, was it just primarily running shoes? Like a lot of this orthopedic stuff you, you weren't carrying? We've done some. Or? I mean, it's always, but kind of went hand in hand, like orthopedic. Cause we do a lot of doctor referrals with podiatrists. Oh, you do? Uh, for insoles. You know, right. they might have we, a foot yeah, problem. They might talk, send them over. Right. So, well, in relation to that machine, though, you that's a custom yeah, so the, sole, insole that you can yeah, make. Yes, it can there. make, yeah, the volumetal scanner, the uh, pressure plate, dynamic pressure plate can make um, custom 3D printed orthotics personalized to each foot. So, you know, over the counter insole sure. sometimes it's just over the counter. But if you have one foot a little bit different than the other, or how the arch hits, there's a gap there you right. want to fill. So, that's. And there is, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like we both wear glasses, yeah. right? So I have a stigmatism mm-hmm. in one eye, right? Mm-hmm. So if I went to the doctor or the eye doctor and they gave me the same lens, I would it wouldn't be work. blind. Yeah, be mm-hmm. running into things. So it's the same thing for your feet, Correct. too, it's right? Correct. It's good analogy, yes. Yeah, there's actually individual traits that develop over time mm-hmm. that you need to address, yeah. or it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Yes, yeah, and there's not really any part of symmetrical. Oh, right. body. So <laughs> yeah. often people are made, like a foot could be, one foot could be half to a full size bigger than the other foot. But. Sure. It's part of like and you don't think and, about that. No, you don't. From our from our perspective, no. this is what I mean. Like mm-hmm. we just grew up where you just go, they'd slap the metal, uh, you know, the yeah. plate, and they would get yep. your feet, and you know, they'd run them back and get mm-hmm. you a thing. And as long as you were semi comfortable, yeah. you take them. Yes. You know, but you'd have blisters for three weeks. Mm-hmm. You weren't walking right, yeah. and you couldn't complain about yeah. it because you get yeah. screamed at. Can't take them. I'm not taking them back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're stuck with it. So I, that's where I think uh, mm-hmm. you're talking about the synergy. That's where your business. Because I think runners shoes, the specialized retail when we were younger was not really a thing. But for some reason, it became a thing because we all need, especially for running, whether it's our eyes, our feet, anything that has to do with like engaging our bodies in an activity mm-hmm. has become kind of a specialized industry. Yes. Know? I mean, probably, you know, going back when we were younger, we would go to a shoe store, a family shoe store, and they would still measure you and try to fit you like you mentioned. Sure. Most places don't do that anymore. You go to a sporting goods store. Yeah, they don't do it at all. They're just going to bring it up. Like, what size are you? Yeah. Okay, try this on. What do you think? Like, you're picking by color up the wall. Right. No, we, we fit you. We bring you three or four top models that we think might work for you. We walk you through the process of how you feel. That's where... That's huge. Kinda, yeah, you know, yeah. Those other service uh, companies kind of lost their way. I think it's something we stuck with and only grew, grew it to right. a uh, better experience for customers. Right, and your reputation is awesome, I mean, locally. And I don't know, I mean, you're living in your fishbowl here because you are running this business, but on the exterior, from somebody like my perspective, like a layman's perspective, I mean, Runner's Roost is synonymous with Orchard Park, it's synonymous with running, it's synonymous with Western New York. You built one of those brands that, when you think of Western New York, in the hierarchy of brands here, you're one of those brands now. And I don't know if maybe you guys can even see it because you're working here. You don't, you know what I mean? Your, yeah. Your perspective. I would agree. I, I mean, our perspective is a day-to-day right. routine of, like, keep a product flow, sure. you know, keeping customers happy, you know, developing uh, good good employees, making sure, you know, and yeah. it's one of, you know, that's, details, something, yeah. and that's something we haven't talked about. It's not... It's not ourselves as owners or anything that's made the brand. It's our employees. Right. You know, I mean, retention uh, for a part-time job. I mean, a lot of them out there semi-retire. They teach. They coach. College runner. I mean, there's a 
whole different uh, set of demographic where they come from, what they do, right. but the combined experience of running or walking they have sure. uh, over the course of time is, is hundreds of years probably if you put them all together. Right. So, and training them too. Training. That's the other thing. Yes. You have to get somebody who's interested in it. They're Stick able around. to be trained and mm-hmm. flexible enough to work in a retail environment. Yes. You know, that type of thing. So just as even a, uh, from a managerial perspective, like it's employee retention and getting the right employee for the job if you have a staff that's wrong, mm. it's going to really do damage to your business. So you, mm. and that's one thing too. Like you know, you can tell when you come in. Like everybody knows what they're doing. They love their job. They're happy to be here. They know what they're talking about, and that makes all the difference with your business. So. Yes, customer service are number one priority. Walk through the door, right. greet it. I mean, if you don't have a great experience in a retail store these days, it doesn't bode well. I mean, it never did for any business. No, but beginning. now. Now it's yeah, important. It's a with big deal now. Google reviews and Facebook reviews. I mean, we don't get to take those back. No one gives you a bad review. We can right. comment, try to, but yeah, so it's can important. Al- you can try to alleviate yeah. what, but the damage is done. Control so, on it, but yes. you're like stuck in a position with somebody, and that that's the worst part I think about the anonymity sometimes yeah. of these reviews because you don't know somebody's just got unfair beef or. You know, and so it really makes retailers and all owners of businesses be extra careful now, which is, in the end, I think we all win for that, mm-hmm. too. You know, it's a better shopping environment. It does. It does for everyone. So it's a good... And uh, it keeps your employees, I think, in a, it's almost like self-policing now, mm-hmm. point, because they never know, right, it, who right. that person is mm-hmm. or what their authority is for leaving reviews. Yes. And maybe they're one of those people that tends to do that. And I so, think that over the last couple of years, has been a challenge for... For everybody, you know, coming through, coming out of COVID and et cetera, it's just people are grumpy sometimes, the consumer, and like, yeah. it's just you have to really be careful. Yeah. And it's, it's easy to have a bad experience and then go on and write a bad review. Yeah. And forget about it. They yeah. forget about it. Yeah, like, they don't, yeah, they forget about yeah. it. And you're stuck here yeah. in that round. Yeah, instead of just coming to a manager or saying, hey, you know, like, or call, which you know, which the way we, and then done, we try yeah. to make you happy, and like, okay, what can we do? Right. To remedy this, you know, so you're happy, we're happy that you're right. happy, you know, and yeah. so sometimes, so it's a very, very uh, fine line you have to walk and sure. just stay sure. on top. Yeah, so, no, yeah. I've been there, and it, but your employees are, I mean, you wouldn't have a great mm-hmm. business like this. It just for itself, yes. really. I think that's probably one of your biggest challenges as running this whole operation is trying to get the right people continually, you know. Yes. But so in a specialized retail environment, though, they seek you out more than not, correct? Often. Yeah. Because they're into running, they're into hiking, this is a lifestyle that they've already, or they maybe are a great customer. Mm -hmm. It's one thing we've been fortunate, um, as it's not new news to anyone, but there's been employee shortages, um, hard to retain, et cetera. It's something that we've been fortunate enough. I mean, there's times where we have our, our, uh, Tough times to fill a schedule, right. you know, whether kids are coming back from college or in between, you know, or teachers are, are going to be off for summer. But right. um, for the most part, we, yeah, just people who sure. run or they're in the community or a customer. Or, right. Now let's quickly talk about your second location. So you opened that up a few months ago, right? Um, actually, June June 21st of 2021 is when okay. we opened. Which is amazing, and congratulations on that. Thank you. We're coming out of a pandemic, and, you know, we're still kind of in it still, and you opened up a second location. I mean, that's, for the retail landscape, that's a rarity. Yes. You know. Um, when, when Michelle and I took this uh, business over in 2017 as part of Michelle's business plan, 
Three to five years. We were looking to have a Northtown location. Oh, you well, hit it. Yes. So what kind of happened was we got into pandemic, or like, you know, the world, the sky's falling, the world's falling apart, <laughs> right. or are we going to make it? Who's, you know, and then, you know, thankfully, you know, with the PPP programs to help businesses keep going, mm-hmm. you know, I think that businesses that, that stayed in tune in front of it and kept relevant right. did well. And we were also in an industry where gyms were closed. You couldn't do anything. Yeah. Um, so for act, being active and fit, people picked up walking and running. So it did help us in that regard, too. Sure. Um, people were buying footwear as much as they could anywhere. And then some people didn't know where to buy their footwear. They wouldn't come here. They would get the wrong footwear and end up with an injury. And they go to the doctor. And the doctor. So there's a whole cycle, I think, that helped us um, there right. with, with, and with, like, some of our businesses not doing so well, which is very unfortunate. It also opened up availability for locations. Landlords are looking to get tenants. Yeah, I mean, making they were, deals. businesses were shutting down left yeah, and Yeah, so, like, March of 2021, I just was like, I think this is it. Like, we have to make this you move now. And then, some, you know, talking to my wife, Michelle, you know, she was kind of took a step back at the time just with the kids and the pandemic and sure. homeschooling. It's a lot. And, you yeah, know, being a mom, it's important. They probably need mom more than dad at that age of their life. Sure. You know, our kids are 10, 8, and 5, and take two years off. That's so what's kind of their age, you know. So right. it was a lot. So daycare is close. So it's like, so, but, yeah, we saw, like, this is an opportunity. We found a nice location, okay. like, great, great landlords, you know, local people, you know. So it was just kind of worked out, and then, are looking at different accounts like yeah we can we can oh, be a good spot for so you. It, but that was the intention to uh, kind of get up north so you've got most of the metro Buffalo area covered at this yes point with those two with these two locations yes. you're really doing service to you know, all of the western works a great community so it's like just but for us we want to be far enough north to park where it wouldn't cut into our existing sure. business I mean we do have people that drive from Lockport and other part of yeah, North yeah. towns that come here just because of the service, et cetera. But now uh, we've also become busy enough with the size we are. It's like hard to service right. people that it gets too busy sometimes. So it was like also like, well, it would be okay if two customers went to North Town store sure. and we can grow up there. There wasn't a store like, like us right. uh, within 30, 40 minutes. So, well, and that's the thing with Western New York. I mean, you're the 20, 30 minutes from anywhere. Mm-hmm. So if you can get yourself up yeah. into a 20, 30 minute, Mm-hmm. Uh, circumference, then I mm-hmm. think that's a, a proper yes. locality. Yeah, so right? going back to the wanting to shop local, but not drive local. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it kinda, so now you've got that covered, yeah, so, yeah for Buffalo. Yeah. And that, that's the thing, like, you're one of those, If you, I, it would be interesting to even, like, if you could somehow survey this, when you think of running shoes and you think of this type of product, I can almost guarantee you that 8 out of 10 Western New Yorkers would think of you. And that was due to the longevity of the business, your ability to run it, to scale it, and to keep it in the public consciousness. Like, you've really done a great job of staying out there and keeping yourself visible. You know what I mean? And it just, I think it naturally distills when you do that for a long period of time. It just distills into the public consciousness, like what you are, where you are, and what type of business you have. And I think Runner's Roost has done that. And it's one of those rare Western York businesses that managed to cut through the noise to become this like staple icon of your industry here, you know. Been fortunate. I mean, uh, like I said, there's luck 
evolved yeah, to. Well, you just, just, it's the yeah. same thing with the location up there, mm-hmm. or even something as terrible as the pandemic. Mm-hmm. What was the need? Well, the yeah. need was still, I still need to walk. I still need to exercise, but mm-hmm. I can't go to my gym. Everything shut down. I'm supposed mm-hmm. to social distance, and my shoes suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I need new sneakers, and they come to you. So yes. you've got this, like, great, yes. you know. So that's why I felt the window of opportunity Actually, it was so important. So, yeah, so I'm like, we're getting into spring, summer. I'm like, everything's going well. Like, let's do this like now. So, I said, you know, with events being canceled still, like, right now we're gearing up for the 2022 Buffalo Marathon Expo, like, which is awesome. It's back. The running's back, races are back. Huge. Um, But at the time of track and field, like, cross country, all these, you know, they're struggling, Mm. shortened windows or no season at all, you know, depending on where it fell. So, like, I think we had the time to. Set up a second store and not doing all these other events. So yeah, like, isn't so, that funny though? Yeah. Because so, yeah, because of this like almost like a detriment, mm-hmm. it opened up this window yes. for you in a bunch of ways because you mm-hmm. had the time, you had the opportunity. Yeah, uh, you know, you could actually get out there and do that, dedicate that time. Because yeah. you're right, because you guys do so much for the community of Western mm-hmm. New York, and you are so active that that takes an inordinate mm-hmm. amount of time for you. I'm it sure, does. To, and we wouldn't be able to do it again without the core employees we have. Sure. Like to be able to leave here. Trust, trust yeah. you know, make things where we run properly. Sure. You know, um, been a team effort. Like, there's people sometimes that have worked for us for years that go up there and help cover a couple sure. So, there's been some of that back and forth. And it is the encouragement, awesome, the yeah. encouragement to have the conversation. No, the great opportunity. You know, we should really try it. We're here for you. So, and they have get that, excited like about fa- it, too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. They I mean, we're, it's a, it's a family, you know, like, it's sure. We're, we're, Work together. Lots of small, small, locally owned business. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's like. We think of. Yeah. And you could tell, like I said, when you walk in, you could tell the interest level of the employees and the engagement that they have. Like, even with me, when I first walked in, like, I think the two people that were on the floor came right up and talked to me. Uh, You know, that's, for me, a lot of times I just get overlooked Mm -hmm. (laughs) because they see I have a flyer. Yes. They're like, oh, crap. Yes. Here we go. Sometimes, we do. We do. I mean, I'm not going to lie. You do have to. It does happen. I mean, we see him like, oh. No, but and that's part of it. Like you know, small business. You talk about what they give back to the community. I mean, I couldn't tell you. There's probably three or four people a day where there's a phone call, yeah. I know. or a flyer looking it's for a, a donation, lot, right? and and we do as much as we can. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, we're still in business. They, you know, keep a business sure, sure. There's revenues that keep flowing and inventory here. So it's like hard sometimes to just like. Can you, you know, write a check for three hundred dollars? But we do as much as we can do. The, yeah. the team, the kids team, like we, do, you know, the rec department for the park. We, um, it's just, but you know, if but you, you look at it cumulatively, what it adds up to be, I don't even know. But it's just, you know, right. you look at it like, okay, we can, we can do that business is good this week. Yeah. With. I mean, well, this I was in the hospital uh, this past, oh, like, mm-hmm. uh, this past summer actually, and my brother-in-law at Imperial Pizza helps Mercy okay. Hospital. Yeah. A lot. He does a lot for them, and he doesn't ask for anything. He just does it because mm-hmm. he cares, and they're mm-hmm. a huge look. And they give him a lot of business, yeah. of course. But, I mean, that's your nurses. That's your front yes. line, right? Yes. So he took care of them. Mm-hmm. Literally, in the course of a conversation with one nurse once, you know, we were talking about our families, so she's coming up to a machine or whatnot. And uh, I mentioned my brother-in-law. Everything changed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the type of goodwill that yes. is propagated yeah. from you into the community. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not just, you don't do it just because you're a business. You do it because you live here, you work here, you care yes. about the place. And, and it all is reciprocated back to you mm-hmm. some way or form. Or mm-hmm. like with me, that was my brother-in-law or like an employee. Mm-hmm. Oh, you work at Runner's, Runner's Roost. And mm-hmm. then it changes the dynamic of that relationship. It does. It does. You know. And, and you know, 
small town USA. Sure. I mean, Buffalo has yeah. a lot of that, and that's kind of what the show's about. Yeah, that's you know? what it is. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and, you know, we're I'm sure you know town. somebody I know or my uncle or whatever. Yeah. I mean, we were just in Richmond, Virginia, my family and I, for uh, for NASCAR race a couple weeks ago and set up our camper, put the village flag up. Uh, <laughs> well, that's like a... Yeah. It's like a beacon. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Sher- a homing yeah. beacon, like a bat it signal. It was. A, sheriff, a <laughs> yeah. sheriff comes over on his cart. He's like, oh, hey, how's it going? We're good. He goes, uh, you guys aren't going to be jumping through any tables over here, are you? He's like, <laughs> so like, no. He's like, get to talking. He's actually from Depew, New York. See? Moved down in 1994 yeah. after, you know, out of high school. Was recruited, you know, by a guy who's from... The West area, New York, West New York, yeah, and yeah. all these sheriffs down there are, are a bunch more from West New York. They moved down to Virginia, yeah. you know, so another kid I, I run to in the parking lot, he was off duty, found my Bill's hat. Hey, how's it going? Talking, he, he our, also works, yeah, and he's, from, yeah, he's yeah. from Lancaster, you know, so it's like, there's a whole... Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah I was out in California, in the Sierra Nevadas, mm. working my, you know, doing the same type of thing, and the people that I would run into from Western New York, it's crazy. It's just, it's this... Um, the commonality and the bond that we have here, because mm-hmm. I think as a population, we've been through so much, Yeah, you know, and I think that's just like, you know, we've kind of almost got like, uh, I forget the, uh, the syndrome, but it's like a Stockholm syndrome mm-hmm. almost. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we love Western New York, but it was very hard here for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's gotten a lot better, and I think that mm-hmm. just the bond that we have. The, the shirts that uh, identity down the street, the mm-hmm. little boutique, mm-hmm. uh, she came out as a sponsor too, and she uh, has these shirts of Buffalo versus everybody. Yes, and that's exactly the <laughs> mentality. Totally what it out. is. So when you're yeah. out in the yeah. middle of nowhere and somebody yeah. sees a Bills hat, you instantly yes. bond with them. We're <laughs> a town like where, like, they, we get upset if a national newscast makes fun of Buffalo about the snow or something. Yeah. But when the snow comes, we're also like, yeah, look all the snow we got. Like it's like. <laughs> <laughs> we're not telling you for the either way, but, <laughs> right. but we're happy both ways. It's like true, we get upset yeah. and it's like, so. yeah, yeah. And you know, great place to live. I mean, I been in Buffalo my whole life. You know, yeah. I mean, you, know, you were born and raised in Orchard Park, Lancaster. Lancaster. My wife's from Orchard Park. Um, so yeah, we've been yeah, here South our whole Mountains. life. And South I, as much I've been traveled, like to Florida here, there, great place to visit. Right. I. Oh my God. Yeah, same with me, man. Everybody so, comes back. You know? Come back, yep. yeah. So you know, it's, it's you're just hard. like you miss it. I mm-hmm. think you're hardwired for the seasons. You're hardwired mm-hmm. for the people and the, the culture that we have here. And that's what I'm trying to do with the show. Is I'm trying to change. I love the bills. We love chicken wings. We love all the stuff that we're known for nationally, even snow. But we're a lot more than those mm-hmm. things. And you mentioned apparel pizza. How many pizzerias are in town? Oh, that hundreds, everyone's different and all great. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's hard like, to get a bad yes, pizza here. Yes, it's, it's hard really, to get bad food here. Yep. And, <laughs> you know? and there's, it's almost like some style pizza, like the it Buffalo is, style. Yeah. I saw of it. You and know, you know so. and I bet you in our lifetime that's going to be coined at some point. It could be. It's a very different. It's not a New York style. It's not yeah. a Chicago. Yeah. You know, it's a, yeah, its own. The crust it's, is a little thicker. We eat a lot of pizza here. So <laughs> runners, these guys, carb loads. Well, like yeah. Nights run group. Thursday nights will run group at Orchard Park. It's a social group, so these guys will get 20, 30 runners, come out, come out, run three, five miles, hang yeah. out, some uh, BYOB in a parking lot it's or perfect food or whatever. Right? And we usually, at the store, we talk about the community, we, we buy a couple pizzas for them, come up, thank you. Nice. So it's kind of a nice yeah. group thing, hang out. And cool. our group, of friends, you know, everyone becomes friends. And, Is there anything you want to add about uh, the store up in Amherst at all? Uh, you know, it, it's, it's new to us. It's been going very well, the community. Uh, the North Towns have accepted very well. You know, Clarence, Amherst, Williamsville. 
I don't, I don't want to leave any towns out, but those are just, like, that's right there, like but, Lancaster. Right. But don't North you Park. think the college is going to help you up there, the too? The college, because, you know. I mean, there's a lot of active. Yes, like Damon's close, uh, you know, UB's not far, mm-hmm. but, it, you know, we're still relatively new. Like, there's a lot of runners in the community that still are just realizing they're the runners' roots. So the North Town, sure. so it's going to take a while. It's organic. I mean, right. a lot of a lot of what we've done over the course of time has probably been organic. Like, customer comes to the store. Do have a good experience, you'll tell one or two people. Going back to a bad experience, you have a bad experience, they'll probably tell 10 people. Well, so, what it is, right? so it's like, um, it's going to take some time, but it's already going very well. Well, that's about it for this episode of the Small Town Western New York Companion Podcast. Thanks for listening, and remember to support the small towns of Western New York in any way you can. They're full of great businesses and people who would love to see you in their towns. The Small Town Western New York Companion Podcast, the TV series, is a presentation of Discovering Western New York and AA Augustine Media Co. and can be found everywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.